You can't pop off like you're a superstar because you know superstar, my guy. Too rich for who? Y'all just got rich again. Who grips the mic and likes to kill their friends? I've never been the type to make amends. If shit was at an eight, we like to, we like to, we like to. Yeah. If shit was at an eight, we like to make it ten. What's good, Sleepers Media? It's been a long time coming, but this pod right here is about 10 months overdue. It's our NCAA basketball midseason check-in slash Michigan still undefeated pod. Carter, I know you're ready for this. What's good? Man, gee, you know what's killing killing me, man. You know it is, but... I got to You know, your boy's been hooping. I'll give you that. But my boy's been hooping, too. Let's not sleep. You put it off as long as you possibly could. <laughs> Last we talked, you said Michigan would not make the tournament. Since then, they went to the national championship game where they lost to a phenomenal Villanova team. They are 15-0, undefeated, the boys in blue, 4-0 against top 25 teams this season. And I'm feeling great. Carter Elliott, I am feeling great. I'm feeling pretty good, too. About your Spartans? Yeah, I'm feeling pretty good about my Spartans, man. We got dudes, you know what I'm saying? Kyle Aarons, you know what I'm saying? We got dudes hooping. They've looked I'm okay. Feeling. They've, I mean, what's the record at 13-2 and two now? Oh, uh, yep, yep. It's pretty good. We just had a real good win on the road against Ohio State. Always tough to play at Ohio State. Uh, that boy Cassius has been hooping. 4-0 yeah. in the conference. Without um, without Langford too. Well, you way. always you always say after Michigan beats another ranked team by double digits, you always say that team sucks. So Michigan State's lost to Louisville. I think they're nine and four now. Do they suck? Does who suck? Louisville. Louisville's not good. So that's a bad loss. I, it's bad because we smoked that game away. Like we literally had it one like. Langford had the rebound. All he had to do was not shit his pants, and he basically did. Uh, I don't know. He, I don't know what happened right there, but we literally had the game in the hand, and he blew it. So. Is this Michigan State team better without Josh Langford? Is that what you're saying? Two minutes uh, into the pod cart? No, that's not. Did I say that? Have they don't, lost without Josh Langford? Don't don't do that. Geez. I, I mean, I don't want. You, I don't. Come on, man. You're All right, hurt, you're gonna hurt yourself reaching like that. Stop All it. right, well, we didn't even hit an intro, so let's let's say hi to the people for one second. It's been a long time. We have not potted nearly as much as we said that we would this year. That's right. on us. Right. We we take full responsibility for that. But Rick Pitino, I also take no responsibility for that. So, since the last time we've talked, a lot has happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, speaking from a, a place of passion. Carter, what I want to talk about tonight is the two teams in this state that drive my love of the game of basketball, being the Michigan State Spartans and the Michigan Wolverines, two top 10 teams in the country right now. Mm -hmm. We'll talk about college basketball, the whole scene in general a little bit. We got to talk about the boys over at Duke, maybe a little big board for the NBA draft next year. Um. But that's really I, – I, we can keep pretty open. I don't have much of a structure for this one. I just – I have a lot of college basketball takes I'm ready to get off my chest. Yeah, I mean, we uh, – I think the last time we did pot, it was all NBA. Uh, we kind of touched on, like you said, you know, Duke and shit. I mean, 
the hype was the hype was real. I can tell you that for real, man. Actually, the honestly, the hype on Zion was. I think he met it, and I was like, "Damn, I did not know he was that skilled, man." That shit is, bruh. Like watching him, who like, did you see that three sixty yesterday? Oof. My God, like, it don't make no sense that that dude is two hundred eighty pounds doing that. Like, it's it's wild. But like you said, let's let's focus on uh, the boys playing in state in the best conference right now in college basketball. By the way. The best conference, which yep. makes this even more fun because there was, I think, seven Big Ten teams in the top 25 as of last week. I think that's going to drop a little bit this week. Cause- yeah, no, Nebraska just uh, just lost, but uh, Iowa lost earlier the week to Purdue, but then they blew out Nebraska today, so I don't know <clears throat> what that's going to look like next week, but we'll see. But right now, you know, dudes are you know they're looking pretty good right now. Yeah, the conference is deep, I think, this year. I think that whole middle tier of, like, Maryland, Purdue, Iowa. Maryland um, Maryland, Maryland needs a little more respect, man. I think Maryland's tough. Maryland has a ton of talent. Jalen Smith is nice. Bruno Fernando, Cowan, they're all good. Yeah. Um, Turgeon is not the coach to get a lot out of talent, I don't think. Mm-hmm. No. No, no. I mean, he had Mellow Trimble and Herder and Diamond Stone and all them and got two tournament wins total, I think, out of them. Diamond Stone. Top 10 recruit, man. Yeah, he was. You should know all about McDonald's All-American recruits that don't perform at a very high level. (laughs) Fuck off. I mean, which one do you want to talk about? We could go four years back. We could go two years back. We could go... The starting shooting guard on your team that I'm not convinced might even play minutes for the Michigan Wolverines right now. Who wouldn't play minutes? Let's talk. Let's discuss. But doesn't, so that, do, do, doesn't that Brooks do get minutes? <sighs> he gets like seven minutes a game. So, yeah, he'd get seven minutes a game. I guess he'd that's get, my take. He'd, he'd get more than Brooks. He would get seven minutes a game on this Michigan team. That's my take. Josh Langford would get seven minutes Bro, a game. Why do you disrespect? Why are you like disrespecting Josh Langford so much? Just because I compare him to Jordan, or like you, you, you got this thing you, that you just you just let your Michigan team be good. You don't gotta always bring it back to state or always bring it back to no. I do. V-line. I do have like to always first, bring it back. The first thing you I did do. today when Michigan won was not get hyped. You said. Uh, uh, Beeline uh, would never do this, or Izzo couldn't do that. He'd make Langford a four-year player. Like, okay, you beat Indiana. Like, good job. This is what happens, and it's been happening for five years. This dude, Delusional Michigan shit, takes McDonald's All Americans and makes them and 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 what makes them lottery picks. One loses NCAA tournament games with them. Two pushes them out of the lottery toward the second round of the draft if they get drafted after going early. Other than Jaron, who's a freak of nature, obviously. Miles, 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 lottery. Miles should have been a top five pick, and he damn near fell out of the lottery. We both because he wanted to stay to play with his best friend. That's not on Izzo, anyways. Know that. We Anyways. both know that Miles should have been a top five pick, and he didn't. Mm, I mean, Here's the I'll point. Know. Josh Langford, McDonald's All-American. Yes. McDonald's All-American. The dude yes. is a baller. Yes. And Josh Langford. First team All-Big Ten. When first team All-Big Ten? This year? What you mean? I mean, 
you act like you watch Big Ten basketball. You just talked about how good the conference is, and we both know damn well there's no chance Josh Langford is first team all Big Ten. There's none. Is there none? None. I mean, Cassius Winston, sure, great argument. Probably will be. Nick Ward, maybe. Josh Langford is not even on the radar cart. Not on the oh, radar. What? This dude is not on a big board for the draft. This Bro, okay, dude, we're not talking about the draft. Dude, we are not I'm, talking about that. Well, no, that's plenty, another point are, of mine we're going to get to. There are plenty of all Big Ten players who don't get put on draft boards. There's a lot. There's a big difference between college basketball and NBA players. Sure. Absolutely. And Josh Langford is a good college you player. Can be, you can be a great college player, but not have the height, not have so the So is Josh Langford not a great college eight, player? Like, there's dudes that there's dudes that will fall twenty picks in the draft because they don't turn because they turn twenty too early or they're too old. Josh Langford a great like college player. Iggy. Like Iggy's like forty years old. Is Josh Langford a great college player? Yes or no? Jo- uh what I mean, what do we consider a good great college player? Exactly. He's a good college player. He's not a great I think, college player. I think Here's the I point. Think, I think he's a great college player. A do, so now the prerequisite for being a great college player is making 40% of your threes and that being the only impact you have on a basketball game? He, he doesn't impact the game defensively? No. Okay. All right, G. Not to any significant point that we need to talk about it on a pod. He doesn't get exposed. It's not locking anybody. A, I mean, he's a above average, I would say, good defender. So like, he's an above we, average he, defender he's, he's that shoots guard, 40% he's guarding, on spot up he's, threes. He's guarding the better player on this dude was a top five shooting guard in the country coming out of high school. I don't don't get like what this thing is with you and Josh Langford. I don't understand. This is my thing. It's not Josh Langford is the vehicle for me to take my frustration out on one Tom Izzo. Okay. Because if Josh Langford had committed to the Michigan Wolverines, he would have been a two and done player at most. Why? And instead, sorry, is he what? Because let's compare the guys. Let's just go through wings on this roster out of, okay, Jordan Poole, Josh Langford, Ignis Brezdakis, and Charles Matthews. Which one was the best player coming out of high school? Probably Charles Matthews. No. No question Josh Langford was the best player of those four coming out of high school. No question. Josh Langford also had other – there was other, like – you realize like there was other issues. Like he came in, he was hurt. He had like he had, when like, was he hurt he had, before he had, this he year? Had, like, and he is had, like, he even hurt? He's in a he boot had, like, and no one knows why. I, I, what do you think, G? You think he's just wearing a fucking boot just cause? I'm not I, the I, only person in the world. How does that sound? That you really a think conspiracy you think he, around these th- injuries? You think he's wearing a fucking boot just for his goddamn health? I don't know why he's wearing a boot. I don't All think right. there's been an answer given so far. How's that sound? Look, three of those four wings are You say some wild you say some wild shit, but like I gotta draw the line at a dude wearing a boot for conspiracy theory. Three of those four wings are gonna mm-hmm. get drafted next year. Okay. Are they? They're Do you on know pace two? Do you know that? Three of those four wings and are gonna get and, and and don't give me like that draft big board shit. There's a lot of players that are on draft big boards who don't get drafted. If all four of those players declared for the draft this year, three would get drafted and one would not. And the one that would not is the McDonald's All American, who was the best player coming out of high school, who has not been used in any sort of way that would show off the skills that he possesses or developed. Why, 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 why is that all? Player. Why? Is, okay, first of all, why is that all? 
Like you act like that's that you act like that's just Izzo. There's a lot of McDonald's all Americans who eventually get into college and aren't that. It happens all the time. It's not a fucking has revelation happened, with Michigan, Michigan State players. Has it happened under John Beeline? No, because y'all can't get none. So y'all don't get any. Okay, so John Beeline takes non McDonald's all Americans and puts more guys in the league. Then the coach down the road who gets McDonald's All-Americans and either makes them later draft picks, loses them money, or straight up doesn't put them in the league. Jaron Jackson's on the league. Miles Bridges is on the league. I'm, I'm, I'm confused. Are those guys so not in the league? So now we want to say that Tom Izzo is the star who put Jaron Jackson where he is, right? Tom really he, he, utilized Jaron really well he didn't last do, year. He didn't do, you're saying he didn't do anything to help Jaron Jackson. He didn't do anything to help Jaron Jackson at all. Jaron Jackson sure didn't do anything to help Tom Izzo down the stretch or okay. or vice versa. All right. Man. Dude, you, like, it's wild. Like, you think I hate on Michigan. You're like Tom Izzo, like, agenda is fucking nuts. Because Tom Izzo is Jim Harbaugh. That's my take. He's Jim Harbaugh with a national title 20 years ago. Stupid ass take. I'm damn near about to be done with this. You're pissing me off. I mean, give me a reason why he's not. Give me a reason why he is. Because what has Tom Izzo done? Jim Jim Harbaugh is a a fucking khaki-wearing, over-self-entitled prick. I don't know why he thinks he's so entitled to shit. Yeah, the personality is... Yeah, like, it's it's completely different. You're right. The personality is... Yeah, like... It's a lot easier to hate Harbaugh. He's a dick. I wouldn't necessarily say Tom Izzo is as hateable as Jim Harbaugh, but they both get a shit ton of talent and don't exactly maximize that, at least not in the last four years. I disagree with that, but all right. I mean, we, I mean, we went, we win big 10 titles. Is that not, I mean, obviously like we've had some tough, you know, some tough times in the tournament the last couple of years. I mean, that's fucking, March Madness shit happens like of course it sucks and like I'm not going yeah, to sit here and like there's one thing I'm not going to do I'm definitely not going to defend last year what the fuck that was that Ben Carter thing he still needs like but uh, the Ben Carter thing was happening two years ago with Deontay Davis this is what mm, he does I don't know I don't know is Deontay Davis I mean may, maybe he knew this something is what he didn't. does is Deontay Davis that good he's not even in the NBA right now so and like, that's exactly my point that Deontay doesn't. That, was a maybe McDonald's maybe All-American maybe that has no something to do with the De- Maybe that has something to do with Deontay Davis, not Izzo. It's not all Izzo's fault. It's the fucking. At the end of the day, you're a hooper. Like at the end of the day, if you're good enough, you're gonna be there. It doesn't have anything to do. Like a coach can help or not help, but at the end of the day, if you can hoop, you can hoop. Obviously, Deontay Davis can't hoop. That's why he's not in the NBA. Fast. I think Deontay Davis can hoop. Why is he not in the NBA? Why is he not doing anything? What is Deontay Davis doing right now? He'll probably Good be on question. our fucking. He'll probably be on our podcast. He's probably got plenty of time. Good question. He's. I'm. I'm happy to bring Deontay Davis on the pod. Me too. Maybe Izzo knew something we didn't. I just. I think that's a bad take by you. All right. Bringing this back around to a discussion we can have with no animosity here. No, I hate your guts. There's two teams. <laughs> 
There's Dead two. Ass. I'm I'm hot. Our two teams are the two clear front runners for the Big Ten title. Correct. Fucking drink. Yeah. Correct. Now, I'll say as a Michigan basketball fan who also I'm going to get hate for this, but also supports Michigan State basketball. But head to head, I'm polling for Michigan basketball. For the record. These two teams, to me, are the only two that could win the Big Ten. I think they both could win a national title this year. I think they are two of the top five teams in the country. And yet, as I compare the two, I have a question for you, Carter Elliott. Are you ready for this? Mm -hmm. If I gave you an over-under, as a man who loves to bet, Mm -hmm. if I gave you an over-under of 0.5 players on Michigan State's roster that will be drafted into the NBA. Are you taking the over or the under? Mm, players that will be drafted? Players that will be drafted. This this year or like... Uh, at any point in their career. At, at any point in their career, over. Who? I mean, there's a couple players that could be drafted so on this. give team. me names. If you're going to go the Aaron Henry, Gabe Brown, Marcus Bingham route, I'm ready to hear that. Okay, I personally, personally, think that there's a chance that Nick War could be drafted. I do. A lot of people don't, but that might just be me. There's people. I mean, there's what? There's sixty picks in a draft. Has there not been worse players drafted than Nick Ward? I mean, he could be, but what's like what's an example of a player like Nick Ward being drafted in the last five years? He's a phenomenal college player, which is exactly what I want as a college basketball fan. Not mm-hmm. no hate to Nick Ward. I want a guy that will stay four years and isn't good enough for the league. Well, what? If, okay. Well, like you said before, what if a guy like I don't. I mean, what if a guy like Aaron Henry or you know uh, Bingham? I mean, the potential's there with those guys. Yeah, there's chances. I'm just I'm asking you as a Michigan State fan, who are, who is the guy to answer that question? If you think there's a pro on this roster, who is it? To me, to me, I think Aaron Henry and Bingham have the best chances to be the best pros on that roster. Um, it could be Cassius, but Cassius is not an NBA player. I, no, he, no, he's not. I know he's not. I know he's not. But I like phenomenal college player, just that's, like that's, Ward. Just yeah, like that, Ward. That, that's what I'm saying. But like, uh, if I had to like, if I was like you said, if I was betting on who would do it, it would be Aaron Henry or Bingham. So you've written off Josh Langford, not to go back to Langford, but. As an NBA player, yeah, I I mean, no, I don't think I don't think he's an NBA player. What is the best case scenario number of players on Michigan State's team that could be drafted at some point? At some point, right now, like the guys on this year's team, if they all maximize their potential in college to the point where they could get drafted and do get drafted, how many guys get drafted? Maximize that potential. Uh, two. Wow. That's less than I thought you would say. Three, 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 three. Sorry. Three. Ooh, Langford Ward and one of the wings. Uh, are you talking like, uh, could I'm saying they reach their potential? That's what you're looking at. Yeah, like it, it, no best uh, case scenario. Yeah, well, I think it will. I think that if Bingham, Henry. And I think if Gabe Brown can reach that potential, I think they could all be NBA players. So you, you, now you're, you're backtracking from Ward, who you said could be an NBA player. 
I think he could be an. I think I think he could be an NBA player. So that would be four of them. But I but I saying I think they could be NBA players. But I think that I'm just looking at dudes that could reach their full potential as like like for sure get drafted. Like Ward's like a maybe to me. Okay. Does that make sense? Or Who do you think of Henry Brown and Bingham has the best chance to fulfill that promise and get drafted? By Henry, I really like Aaron Henry. Henry looks really good. Really, I like really Henry. good. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Um, okay, interesting. My answer, um, without the best case scenario. Mm-hmm tag on that just if it's over under 0.5 players to ever get drafted i'm taking the under i don't see one nba player on this team okay that doesn't mean they're a bad team i said already said they could win a national title and frankly and, these these hey, are the teams Izzo does best with can you define nba uh, like are we said are we just getting, saying getting drafted, drafted getting, getting drafted, drafted. Okay. yeah Got i it. could see i cash i don't think ever has a shot he could be a g league guy um He's just too limited athletically, unfortunately. So skilled, but yeah, it sucks that, guy, that he is. Like, could you imagine? If you, like, if he was like, I don't know, what is he like six? How tall is he? I, I want to say six foot. Yeah, but I'm saying like, and he's just so. But like, the stuff that he does that like with with all like the athletic limitations is crazy. He's so good. Oh, he's the most skilled player I think in the country. Yeah, honestly. He's he's going crazy. He's silently like putting up like crazy like, not like silently, but like, would you say like Cassius could be a dark horse like Player of the Year candidate? I don't think he's a dark horse at all. I think he's pretty. Like I think he should be first team All Big Ten for sure. He's. I mean, Izzo's comments about him this week after the Ohio State game were pretty telling. Like Big Ten, Big Ten Player of the Year. He asked him to do everything. I think if Michigan State wins the Big Ten, yeah, you got to give him a chance at Big Ten Player of the Year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, I mean, next year is the year I'd really be pegging him for that. I think he'll be preseason Player of the Year next year for sure. Um, if Jordan Poole doesn't come back to school, that is. But we'll see on jo- that. Jordan Poole is coming back to school. We'll see. I don't know. I'm getting nervous about it. I think he should. And if he does, he'll have all the shots in that offense because Iggy and Matthews will be gone. But we'll see. I don't know. Anyways, um, I don't know where I'm going with this on Michigan State. I think it's just basically we don't have any pros. Yeah, I think that was it. And Michigan has pros. <laughs> that was. So, okay, the over-under number that I gave you. What what would you set the over-under at on players on Michigan that will get drafted? Mm. Let's see. Well, I, I, instead of a number, I'll, just, I'll list off who I think. How about that? Okay. All right. Iggy. Yeah. Matthews. Yeah. Pool. Yeah. Um I just want to make sure I'm not forgetting anybody. Uh and then uh Johns and Livers. Wow. I'm surprised you're going there, but I appreciate that you're going there. I'm not all hate. I t- I texted you the other day and I told you like that I was like, damn, like these guys are good. Well, 
just here's my thing, and they're I'm sorry. Go, they're I'm good. Sorry. I just I just hate that like I like hate like you when Michigan <laughs> wins. It's I not know. Michigan. It's not Michigan winning as much as like right after they win or they do something good. I'm just getting texts like, "Oh my god, pool! Oh my god, they did this and that." I'm like, "Well, my my bitterness to you comes back to last year when you said they would miss the tournament." I thought they would. I wasn't. I wasn't blowing you up like that until you ignited the fire that fuels my heart <laughs> right now. With the I brought this. Upon, I brought this upon myself. But a, a little bit. But just. The crazy thing to me, you just named five guys that play three positions at Michigan, right? Those are all wings, five Mm -hmm. wings. And I think any one of those five guys you just named would be Michigan State's best or second best wing on their team and probably play 30 minutes a game. I mean, this is a team that, despite how good they are, I mean, they are they are a great team, top five team in the country, in my opinion, and a national title contender. Despite that, they are starting Kenny Goins, Matt McQuaid, and playing Kyle Aaron's major minutes. Okay, how about okay? You know how you say that Izzo's not getting the most out of his like best players. Does he get credit for getting the most out of guys like Goins and Aaron's? Because absolutely, because absolutely, like I we all like like you say shit about like Goins and stuff like that. But look, you gotta give him credit. Goins has been like, I mean, for what he is and his role, is he not doing well? Absolutely, Kenny Goins is Aaron's just making big plays and shit. Like, no, can I? I gotta speak on Kenny Goins for a second because <laughs> I have. Right. I have disrespected this man so much mm-hmm. in so many places over the last three months. <laughs> and he's, I mean, he's almost, I don't, I, I don't know his averages off the top of my head, but he's had like seven, 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 ten. He's had near triple doubles yeah. in a couple games. And the dude is hitting the boards like a freak. And yeah, I think you're, you're spot on that. Tom Izzo, as much shit as I'm going to give him for absolutely limiting the effectiveness of his talented players, he does the opposite with his less talented players. Mm -hmm. And I think those are the type of teams that Izzo is most dangerous with, frankly. If you go back to the Trice year where he took him to the Final Four, Mm -hmm. um, the year after he was top five all year with Appling and Dawson and Payne. So I think... You know, this is a classic Izzo year where, um, uh, frankly, in a normal college basketball season, I think this Michigan State team would be more like a 10 through 15 ranked team. And Michigan would probably be lower as well, like five through eight Mm -hmm. in the country. But I think the the national landscape is so down this Mm -hmm. year, other than Duke, that this is wide open for these two teams. And it's mm-hmm. exciting. Yeah, I agree. I mean, shit. I mean, it's exciting thinking about like what March is going to be like. And I mean, think like you just said, like the the fall off. I think after Duke and their talent level is pretty significant. I mean, Nevada just got blown out by New Mexico yesterday. Yep, by like thirty. And like, 
I mean, I'm not, I don't really know if like what New Mexico's year has been like, but if I'm thinking what I am, I'm pretty sure New Mexico is pretty garbage. Yeah. Um, like, and it's just, it's shit like that. And like Duke, I think is, you know, the tier above everybody else. Um, the, is Tilly back for Gonzaga yet? Not that I've seen, but I haven't watched them in a week or so. Yeah, I, I mean, either have I. So, like, you know, but I like that team. Those bigs. Whew. I, I'm See, I was super-duper high on Gonzaga last year. I'm not as much this year. Uh-huh. Um, I know they're good. I think they're offensively great. I don't think they guard. I, wonder how, I really want to know also how Zach Norvell got out of Chicago without – any of the big tent, like how do you get to the Gonzaga? But that's, that's, I'm going to stay like on, yeah. On. So let's do, want to both do our handful of national championship contenders, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, actually, I got one more thing before we get off Michigan. Go ahead. Does it, it and you don't really got to go too deep into it. Does it all concern you? I think it was me, you, and uh, Z that were in a group and we were talking about how, Michigan is peaking kind of early when usually they peak late. Love does the that, question. Does that concern you at all? Um, this could be the like riding way too high happiness in me right now. Mm-hmm. But my honest answer is no, because in nine years, there has never been a Michigan team that peaked too early. Not once, at least mm. not under John Beeline. There hasn't been. He always has them playing best at the end of the year. What about that um, team when Stauskas won player of the year? They went to the Elite Eight and lost to Kentucky on a buzzer beater. I'm saying, weren't they like good throughout the whole year, though? Or were they kind of yeah, like they were great. 20- they were top 10, top five all year. And I think uh-huh. I, I think that played out in the tournament, honestly. Okay. They, made, they lost to State in the Big Ten title in the tournament. And then they won the league by three games in the regular season and then lost to Kentucky. Aaron Harrison at the buzzer. So I was at that game, heart ripped out. Yeah, that's so tough. But yeah. The only team, the only beeline team at Michigan that you could argue didn't maximize their potential was the Trey Burke's freshman year team. They lost to Ohio in the first round of the tournament. Mm -hmm. Um, But that team was not good. They They were not even ranked until like the middle of conference season. So... And then they ended up tying for a regular season Big Ten title. So I don't know. I mean, they lost one game in March, but I wouldn't really say they peaked early when they won a conference. Kind of like MSU last year. It's not like they peaked too early. They just lost in the tournament, which right. happens. Um, so I don't know. I'm, I'm not worried about that. I think the scary thing in my mind is that I still think this Michigan team is not what it could be. Yet, I think there is some levels to this that we still haven't seen. I think Jordan Poole is getting to the point where he is the go-to playmaker on this team. But he's cold. He's cold. It's. I mean, I I told you at the beginning of the year he could be Big Ten Player of the Year, and I, it's not going to happen this year. Mm-hmm. But you're starting to see the signs of why I believe that he's by far the most dynamic guy on that team with the ball in his hands, and they're still running a lot of offense through Matthews which I don't think they should be doing. So, I don't know. They're really, really damn good. The, the good thing is that their defense is so good that they can have off nights on offense. It's kind of like they're they're pretty much Virginia statistically on defense. 
but they have two elite offensive players in Poole and Iggy that I've never seen a Virginia team have. Right. So I don't know. I think, I mean, I really could see another level of greatness that this team could get to. I don't know if they'll ever get there, but I don't, I mean, the cool thing to me is that this team plays best in their big games. They've won every game against a ranked team by double digits. I think it's like an average of 18 points per game that they uh-huh. win by in those games. And I know you like to say those teams suck, but North Carolina doesn't suck and they blew them out. Right. Um, you're right. So they're going to get more chances. Big 10 schedule. We know the big Ten's good. I just don't, I don't see, I don't see Michigan or Michigan state losing to anybody, but each other, honestly, in this big 10 barring injury. Do you No, but no one state, we might lose like a fluky ass game, like at Illinois or something like that. I don't know. Illinois is garbage. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they are, but I mean, if Illinois is garbage, they played Indiana pretty damn tough at home. They covered the spread. What was the spread? Like 10 though? Uh, I think it was like nine. Is there any dark horse big 10 team? That you think could sneak into the picture here or no? Like challenge for the the title? Yeah. No, I think it's a two horse race. Yeah. And like the third team, I don't even think is I mean, I I I might be thinking high, but I honestly don't even think the third team is even like really in the even close to being in the running. No, I think Ohio State's probably the third team. And so yeah, MSU's yeah. win was huge. Yeah. Also, shout out to uh Caleb Wesson. He's a monster. Yeah, he's he was he's really me if I had a, a D one upbringing. <laughs> triple double the night, right, Cart? Yes, sir. Triple double in the men's league game, something fucking light, efficient too. I mean, I believe it, yes, sir. Yes, we sir. all know all your right. potential. Hey, um, it's got to put me in the right spots, man. All right, before we get to before we get to the quick national contenders that I want to get to, mm-hmm. you did text me one thing about Jordan Poole this week that. If you don't share it, I'm going to share it. So, do you want to share it? Uh oh yeah yeah. Uh, I said that um, Jordan Poole reminds me of a poor man's Devin Booker. Do you want to elaborate on that or just let it be? Um, I know this hurts. I know this it, hurts you. I it doesn't like really hurt because like it does hurt, but at the same time, it's like he's cold. Like it is what it is. He, like, I think, like, it's just, like, when I was watching that game, uh, the one before, well, the one before Indiana, what was it? Who were they playing? Wait, what? what, what who, were, who were they playing before Indiana, the game the game before that? Um, oh, my God. Why? Penn State. Penn State, yeah. Okay, that's what it was. I was, I was Sorry, I, I got was, up and grabbed a beer in the middle of that rant. I was hoping you'd keep going. But. No, you're good. You're good. I was waiting for, uh, uh. I was I was actually I got this Texas Tech game on the screen and there was some nasty ass tip dunk by Culver. It was nasty. But um yeah, I was watching that game against Penn State, hoping Penn State would cover, which they didn't out of pure hate. Um and like his like I think it's like the moves he gets when he catches the ball in the wing and he kind of just like squares up the defender. And he like uses that jab step and it's just like jab, jab, fake. Like jab, jab, fake, like the way he can like counter off that too. So like if you play up on him, he's gonna jab you, maybe one hard dribble, 
crossover, sidestep left, three ball. You cover that jazz step, he's going to hezzy right there, go to the hoop. Yeah. And he's good at fit. He's got a, like, I think that game, I think I might have, I, I slept on like his layup package, no homo. You did. Um, and I just, and like, he did that one move where he, I thought he was going to get it blocked and dropped it behind the back to Davis. And I'm yeah. just like watching it. And I'm just like trying to think like who his game like reminds me of. He's like 6'4", 6'5". And it's kind of like he's not Booker. But like he's like a poor man's kind of Devin Booker to me. That's that's who I would compare his game to. I love the comparison. I think uh, I think you're right. The cool thing – well, it's not cool, but Poole is not very athletic. I mean he's no. athletic. He's dunked on dudes. Um, but he doesn't have a quick first step which is what makes his jab set very interesting and unique because dudes fall for that move like 90% of the time when he makes it. And he's got to be crafty almost with his dribbles, but he has a nice handle. I think the the one next piece of development for him is his passing because he has great vision. He's a little turnover prone still. I mm-hmm. think Beeline doesn't fully trust him to run the ball screen offense yet. Yeah. Um, but, and I mean, he's shooting before the Penn State game, he was shooting 50% on the season from three. Oh, he is a strap. He's strapped for sure. And he's, I mean, these he's, are not he's got, he's catch and shoot up. open. Like, these are off the dribble step back threes, and he's shooting 50% on yeah. the season. And here, and the only thing that I don't want to give him full credit for is I've seen this whole jab step, like, nice off the dribble thing. And, it was uh, what was it? Austin Rivers was nasty at that. That was you're, like you're right. Thing. See, I and here's where I can be a little humble about Michigan. Uh-huh. Um, I don't think Jordan Poole will be a great pro. I don't. I think he has all the skill to get there. I think if he goes this year, he'll get drafted probably early second round, maybe late first if they make a run. Um, I think if he comes back to school next year and is Big Ten Player of the Year, he could be late lottery pick. But I don't think he will be scoring 60 points in an NBA game like Devin Booker or anything close. 71. 71. So I just, I mean, almost like a Cassius Winston type, I don't think he's athletic enough or quick enough. Um, So great college player. That's what you love to see as a college fan. Yeah. He, I mean, imagine you, you and me were texting about this. Imagine if Iggy stayed four years at Michigan, he'd be 29 yeah. and probably scoring 35 a game. Yeah, it's just you could tell, like, because Iggy played professionally before he came, before like he came to Michigan, right? Because you can tell, like, that shit looks kind of like he's like, all right, like, he actually dude. didn't play pro, but he didn't? no, he's from Canada, though. He played, uh, I forget, like, Orangeville prep, I think. Okay, that's like where Thon Maker like went. Yeah, he's it was a pretty prestigious program. Okay, yeah, he yeah Iggy's just he's if it makes sense he's too good for this level, but I don't know if he is effective at the next level. Same, I I totally agree. It's going to be interesting. I think a lot will rely on if he can hit NBA threes from that range, Um, and he hasn't shown that in college yet. Right. So. If he get if he gets a strap, like is he uh, athletic Joe Ingles, or is that just like me looking at a left handed foreign dude? I think it's a little bit of the left handed <laughs> foreign dude. I, my my college comparison for Iggy has been since day one, Deshaun Thomas, lefty Ohio State, just feeder. Yeah, Deshaun um, had a 
He had a burner, though. Burner, but that didn't translate to the NBA even with a burner. And I well, think that's, well, well, that's because I mean Deshaun Thomas is low key kind of like like he's a little bit of you know a slob. Yeah, and he's a little overweight, honestly. Yeah. Um, which Iggy's not. Iggy Nahomo is like cut. I mean that dude is huge, and it's all muscle. Um, so <coughs> sorry, yeah, he's a little sus. No, he's a little. No, I'm saying we've talked about this before. He's a little suspect. I mean, he has got, a snake bo- tattoo on his forearm. That boy's got. He got a little sugar in his stocking. You know what I'm saying? He's he is the dude he's that sweet. if he's on your team, he's your favorite player ever. And if he's not, I mean, I would hate him so much if he played at Ohio State. I'd have no problem seeing Iggy in the bar and spitting in his face. He looks like a, <laughs> I hate that dude. I hate his face. He's also so cocky. It's so obnoxious. Like it's it truly yeah. truly everything is everything is just obnoxious right now. All right, let's can we move? I have to talk you way too on. much Michigan hoop. I'm just I don't want to talk about it anymore. Um, sure, let's go. I had a I had a concept. I don't know. This might take us overtime that we don't want to do, but I thought that we could quickly run through the top twenty five right now and just say if we believe or we don't believe in the team. I'm good at that. You want me to bring it up, or you already got it? Up? I already got it. You want to go? Want to start yeah. at 25 and go down to one? Or yeah, start let, one yeah. Let's just. Uh, I mean, what do you want it to? Be? You want me like yes, no, or like what do you want it to be? Like, is this team a contender at all? Contender. Okay, so like, uh, could like they five. make a run? Okay, got it. Okay, number 25. This is last week's AP poll. 25. Mm-hmm. Iowa. No. No. 24. Nebraska. No. No. 23. Oklahoma. No. No. 22, Wisconsin. Fuck no. No. 21, Indiana. No. I'm going to put a, a Wait, I, 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 hey, no, no. I would like to put a mean asterisk there because I could see like Romeo Langford making like a Malachi Richardson type tournament. Run. Right. They need the right draw. Romeo, or Malachi, sorry. Romeo no. is talented as hell. Morgan's um, having a year. Juwan Morgan's a freak. He yeah. should be first team all Big Ten. Yeah. Um, is Romeo the Big Ten freshman of the year? Uh, currently, no. I think it's probably Iggy, right? Yeah, it's probably Iggy. It's probably Iggy at the moment. Yeah, um, I agree. Okay, twenty Buffalo. Um, uh, y- yes, yes on Buffalo. Yes. Do we want to expound on this at all? Uh, s- seniors know how to play. They got Massenberg, and I love Jeremy Harris. Shooters all over the place. Going to see them in Kalamazoo in about a week and a half. Um, very excited for that. I could see them Sweet 16 at least. Oh, yeah. Easily. And at-large. At they're going to get at-large, too. Yes, absolutely. So, yeah. 19, undefeated, Houston. No. I'm going to say yes with an asterisk. I don't know anybody on Houston this year, honestly. Like last year, Rob, I knew Rob Gray was that, but um, I, I, and I, I think they have a guy named Davis. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's the I've only guy remembering. Jo- not Josh. He plays for Western. I'm pretty uh, sure they have a guy named Davis who. It's like it's a, like Dejon Davis or something. Yeah, number number five. He's got a he's got to yes. shoot it. Yeah, yes. yeah. yeah, he is good. But I'm I'm saying no. They brought a lot back from that team besides Rob Gray, and the few games I've watched them, they've been very skilled and play their ass off. Yeah, so, I'm gonna say no because I, I I'll be honest with you, I have not watched Houston this year. Okay, well my my take on Houston is you should watch them. 
Okay. All right. I got they're next year. I I would watch them if they had like some, like I used to like watch like Houston like SMU games like Shake Milton and them like yeah. those are like good games. But like I feel like their conference is not. I think Houston ever. would probably be my favorite at this point to be the last undefeated team. Out of there's Michigan, Virginia, and Houston that are still undefeated. Yeah, I think yeah. Houston will probably stay undefeated. Um, NC State. No. No. Mississippi State. No, but I love Mississippi State. I don't know anything about Mississippi State, so uh, I'll say no. Lamar Peters, feeder. Okay. No. 16, Mark Lefty, Pat- lef- lefty PG. <laughs> Sorry. You Mark Pat- Uh, No. I'm going yes on Marquette. I love Marquette. They are the Marquette. classic team I fall in love with every year that plays no defense but is so talented offensively that I just talk myself into a run for them. Um, they have shooters Play. everywhere. The Hauser brothers. Marcus Howard is the most fun point guard to watch in the country, and I am certain they will lose in the first or second round after I mm-hmm. predict them to go to the Final Four. <laughs> right. I'm saying no. North Carolina. Yes. I'm torn on North Carolina. I'm going to say yes, but why haven't they put it together so far? I honestly think that um, as it might just be me, but as great as a coach as Roy Williams is, I think he's doing a terrible job coaching this team. Just Nasir Little being benched? It's not even It's not even that. I think he needs to uh, – he is very set on his way, I feel like, and I feel like you need to adjust somewhat – um, like I I don't really like his lineups. Like he really wants to play that two bigs thing, and he do, you don't have two good bigs. Like yeah. that Manly dude and Garrison Brooks. Like they're like solid, and they could get some minutes, like some you know like some Marquise Bolden type minutes. If you know, like just to compare him to another team. Yeah, but I I don't like the way they're like I I don't really like the way the rotations working out. To be honest, yeah. Um, I think they could put it, but like if they could put it together, they got the talent. Right. I think on paper, North Carolina is one of the three most talented teams in the country. Yes. Um, I love Kobe White. I love Nasir yes. Little. I and I mean Cam Williams. Um, is that his name? No. Cam Johnson. Cam, Cam Johnson. Cam Johnson. Kenny Williams are both lights out shooters, seniors. I love them. Yep. Um, I think Roy Williams philosophically Leaky. and what about, what about Leaky? I like Leaky. They have all the fun <laughs> names, the names you need for a run. Um, I think Roy and Tom Izzo philosophically and strategically are almost identical, where mm-hmm. the same struggles that I'm trying to preach about Izzo, where he gets talent and all of a sudden his team isn't as good as it should be. Mm-hmm. That's what you're seeing from Roy Williams right now. They both just want to run their break and play two bigs at all times. And Jaron Jackson would have been the perfect center last year. Sorry, tangent. Anyways, I think... That's the same thing we're seeing from Roy right now. I don't know that he'll figure it out, but if he does, they're I mean, they're a one seed. They should be, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, Ohio State. No. No. But shout out to Chris Holtman, because he's impressed the hell out of me the last two years. Yeah, he has. And if they put us together, I mean recruiting uh I don't know if you really been paying, but they got this kid that they're recruiting who I've kind of been watching in high school. DJ Man, Carton? D, uh, it, yeah, DJ Carton, but there's another one. He's like 6'9". His name's Alonzo Gaffney. Plays for Brewster. <sighs> He's a freak. A freak. Like, they're going to be good, and I like Luther Muhammad, too. 
OSU is going to be a problem under Holtman. I'm very yes. scared about it. Um, Me too. Yeah, this is I agree. probably the last year that I think Michigan and Michigan State will be runaway favorites, so we got to maximize that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm still heard about DJ Carton. He was supposed to be Michigan's point guard of the future, and Holtman stole him out from underneath John Beeline. So uh. I'm hurt. Uh, okay, 13, Kentucky. Yes, they had the talent. I say absolutely not. They couldn't make – I feel like this is like the type of Calipari team that like somehow makes – like they put it together and make like a run to like the Elite <laughs> yeah, Eight. Yeah, but they got to have that iconic player. Every time they've made even like an Elite Eight run, they've had that one player or two. I mean, they had Fox and Monk the one year. They had Booker Towns, obviously Anthony Davis. Have they made a run any year besides that? And there's there is not a player like that on this team. Mm. Tyler nah. Hero. Yeah, he's just been he's just been he's, really inconsistent. He's bad. Like he's I'm willing to say he is straight up bad. I don't know why that guy gets shots. I mean, I think he's good. I don't know about bad, but I I think they can make a run. I do. I think Reed Travis is the best player on that team, and that's not good for a John Calipari team. Keldon Johnson is probably the best player on that. You're team. right. Keldon Keldon's the most talented. He's not being used like he's the best player on the team right now. All right. I think PJ Washington's playing like the best player on that team right now. Yeah, that's. I mean, they got dudes. They got their yeah, that's, same that's, old Calipari two K generic the, yeah, creative player lookalikes. Yeah, I mean, at the if if I'm leaning one way or another, if you got the talent, I think you can. You, you know, you can make especially if they end up being like a like a six seed, something like that. I think they need the same draw they had last year. Wide open. They were in Loyola yeah, side of the bracket. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. still lost to Kansas State. If they get that draw. I can't believe they need. lost to Kansas State. I lost some I lost money on that guy. Those <laughs> fucking dudes. But anyways. I spent I spent fifteen minutes yesterday staring at uh, a pause screen on my TV of Emmanuel quickly because I it was the first time I was ever like looking at him to know what he looked like. <laughs> I'm still captain. Like it's just the same. They all look like created players. You can't tell them apart at all. They're all just <laughs> generic ass dudes that won't make the league. Like they should all transfer to Michigan and become uh, Big Ten Player of the Years. Okay, next Auburn. Yes. No. Go ahead. You want me to die too deep? I mean, I mean, give me like a quick hitter, maybe. Uh, their backcourt <laughs> along with that Okiki dude. Is that his last name? Do you know what I'm I, talking about? I've only watched two or three Auburn games. I don't know many. I know the backcourt. Okay, they got a big... Uh, okay, I like I like the backcourt for one. Backcourt's tough. Like back And good backcourt to me equals you have a chance to make a run. Like if those dudes just go on an absolute tear, they're older too. They're not... They're, you know what I'm saying? They've been through it. Um... I like Wiley. I like Okiki down low, um, and you know I, I you know Bruce Pearl's cheating ass. I like him too. <laughs> All right, um, this that was the beginning of the stretch of why I think this year is so down in college basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say no for like the next four teams, but just okay. a warning: these are all teams that normally would never be in the top 25 that are like fringe top 10 teams right now. And mm-hmm. I'm just as as a Michigan slash Michigan State fan, I am not scared of any of these teams. Texas mm-hmm. Tech. No. No. Virginia love Jared Love Jared Culver though. Yeah, they're just they're a worse version of last year's Texas Tech team. Yeah, they didn't no. Do anything last year. Yeah, no. 
Virginia Tech. No. No. What the f- Wait, is Virginia Tech that high? Virginia Tech is 10th in the country. 11 and 1. Bro, I'll go as far as say I don't even think Virginia Tech should be ranked. No, <coughs> I, I mean, I don't know. I don't. All these teams, this stretch, Florida State is ninth. No. No. Then we get to eight, Michigan State, which will be jumping in the ratings, I think, quite a bit in the next yeah. week. Yes. I think, actually, they should, they'll jump Kansas and Nevada at least, right? So mm-hmm. they should be six or five. Mm-hmm. All right, number seven, Gonzaga. Yes. I'm gonna say yes, but again, not a not a true yes. I don't think they're a title contender. Maybe mm. they make a run. I say they could. Okay. Um, I hope Mark Few gets one at some point in his career. I just don't think it's gonna be this year. You believe in Rui like that? Uh, I actually like I like Rui, but I'm more of a fan of uh, Norvell, and then I like Clark. That transfer they got from San like San Jose State or something. Yeah, they got dudes. I mean, yeah. all these guys and Perkins. We haven't even mentioned him. Tilly when he comes back. Yeah, they got dudes. Um, Nevada. Oh, uh, one last thing. Do you think like Rui? Uh, what are your thoughts on him? Like you think like he's a good like you know like what do you what do you what what do you think about him? I think he's a great college player. Um, Again, I liked Gonzaga as a whole a lot more last year because I love Jonathan Williams. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think. Jonathan's really the only guy they lost that I can remember from last year. What but, about Karnowski? Was he? Oh, no, that was two years ago. Oh, it was? Williams okay. Goss were two years ago. Yeah, uh, okay. But I don't. I don't think Rui's going to be much at the. Oh, they, they, was it was it Collins? They have Collins left. No, no, Collins. that was two years. They were two loaded years. two years ago. Oh my god. That team was nice as fuck. That team was crazy. Um, also, Zach Collins, sorry. I, you apologize? I said, <laughs> yeah, I said he was going to be shitty. Like I said, the, the Pistons drafted him. I was going to season my flat screen and eat it on Instagram Live. <laughs> I think that might have been your first take on a Sleepers podcast ever. <laughs> yeah, but I, I'd kill for him right now. <laughs> um, I wouldn't go that far. We don't need another power forward. I'll right say, our, All our, right, our Nevada, number six, Nevada, formerly undefeated, now fourteen and one, I think. Yeah, I would have said. I, I wish I would have watched that full game yesterday. Um, I didn't see any of it, so I just saw that they lost by like thirty. But I still say yes. Maybe it was a fluke. <sighs> I'm gonna say no. I like. I like Nevada. I like the idea of Nevada more than anything. I love when they're these mid-major teams. They got a big. A- they got a big three. I love mid-major teams that have a big three. Like, this is the St. Joe's formula of, like, 2003 with Jameer Nelson and Delonte West. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the dream every year is a mid-major that can go undefeated and, like, prove in the tournament that they're really that good. Right. But every time there's a team like that, they end up not actually proving that they're that good. Mm-hmm. And I think this first game that they got blown out is a warning of that. Like, Nevada can't win six straight games against good teams. No way. Like, I, they have good players, but the Martin Twins are not that good to win six straight games against ranked teams. You may be right, but they they might. They could. I just don't see it. I, I really don't. I mean, couldn't they have done this last year? No shots at Loyola, but, like, they lost to Loyola. I mean, 
A lot of teams lost Loyola. No shots yeah. Loyola. Yeah, maybe they just got I mean, I don't they that the game plan in that game was pretty good. I mean, maybe they got out coached, but um I you know, I oh shit. <laughs> no, sorry, all right, go ahead. No, but I say yeah, I say Nevada does have a chance. Okay. Number five, Kansas with breaking news on the pod. Doke. Azabuki out for the year. Mm-hmm. That changes uh, things big time. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say no too. Although I like Quentin Grimes a lot, but I do. I'm not a believer of the rest of that roster much at all. No, I'm not. Uh number four, Virginia. Uh yes. I'll agree. Yes. Um Revenge playing part of this at all for last year? I think so. Do you think they win the ACC? Yes. I think they're the... Oh, no, 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 wait. Mm. Virginia, sorry, Duke, sorry. and Carolina. Yeah, for, see, but the thing is, though, I think that it's 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 Duke and Virginia who's going to win that. Okay. I would agree with that. Um, I'm going to... Mm. Who's the best player on Virginia? The best player? Yep. I think it's Kyle Guy. I would agree it's Kyle Guy. A lot of people people love Hunter. He's probably the best NBA I, prospect. Yeah, he is. But the but the, the people love Ty Jerome. Ty Jerome's solid. I don't love Ty Jerome. Neither do I, but he's solid. I think he's actually a weak link compared to what most people think. Mm, yeah, I mean, I like Kyle. I like Kyle Guy a lot. I love Kyle Guy. Uh, I'm, he got rid of that man bun too, so that was like that boosted him See, up. See, I in think my that eyes. hurts him. I think it hurts a lot. <laughs> I, just, I just love exuberant hairstyles. Um, <laughs> yeah, but you know, I think Virginia, yes, contenders. Okay, three, Tennessee, yes. I'm a big believer in Tennessee. This is probably my favorite. And, the, and 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 I think that there are contenders to it works in their favor that I don't think anyone is like talking about how good this Tennessee team is. Like they are really right. fucking they're really fucking good. And they have a dude named Admiral Schofield. <laughs> like Right. They're they're gonna run away with the SEC. Same yes. question with the Virginia. Who's who's the best player on this team? Grant Williams, no question about it. No question? No question. See, I think it is a question. I think Admiral is right there with him. Uh, yeah, but I Grant Williams to me. Is it as simple as just limiting those two? Do they have any other guys that can beat you? Uh, so what's the one guard? They have one guard that I like. I think I want to say it's Bone. It's Jordan Bone, I think. Bone, yeah, Bone. He's good, yeah. but and they got a French dude off the bench with stupid bounce. I don't know. The only the only thing that scares me with Tennessee is they're they're top heavy, right? One guy gets in foul trouble, or they just come up against a deeper, more talented team. I think they got two and a half guys. Yeah, yeah, they got that, and they got a good coach. I love Rick Barnes. I do like Rick Barnes. Um, I think Tennessee is the Final Four team that will flame out in the Final Four, though. Yeah, I can see that too. 
Um, number two, Michigan Wolverines. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and number one, Duke Blue Devils. Yes. Hell yes. Favorite. So, again, we went through everybody. I say there's five title contenders in the country. Five and a half. Yeah, I mean, I say Duke, Duke, Virginia. To me, Duke, Virginia, Michigan, Michigan State, and then I would throw Tennessee in there too. Those are my five. And my point Look at five, that. my five and a half is North Carolina. Yes, like, I would I would agree with that. Look at us, Gene. Look at us. Look at the sleepers coming together for the good oh, of the world. It's rare, but it happens. It is rare. Um, all right, do we want to hit our speed round quickly? Yeah, just real quick. Jimmy Butler, you fucking need me of the week. Everybody has to have winning on their mind as their number one priority. Everybody, winning is all that we're worried about. Did you feel that that wasn't the case with everyone? I'm not gonna say no names, yeah. but I'm gonna be honest. Uh, can you go first? Sure. My Jim, can I spin it and say, Jimmy Butler, you don't fucking need me of the week on the Michigan Michigan State path that we had. You don't need me, Josh Langford. You don't need me, Isaiah Livers. 2-0 this week without you. We don't need you. We're deep. We're good. Wow. You're just going to take the – you're just going to basically just change the award like that? I mean, that's no shots, but, like, do we need Isaiah Livers right now? No. Next year, is he probably a lottery pick under John Beeline? Because that's what happens when you start for John Beeline and you're a wing. Yeah, but do we need you? Not this week. We didn't. Josh Langford, did we need you? On the road, Ohio State? No. Kyle Aarons is here. Sheesh. All right, actually, I'm going to stay on what I've been talking about. I've mentioned him a couple times, but my you fucking need me of the week goes to Jared Culver at Texas Tech when they played West Virginia because I had 20 on that game, and this dude scored zero in the first half, and they weren't even close to covering, and he exploded for, like, 25 in the second half and was on real dominant in Morgantown talking so much shit. I loved it. Is he a freshman? He's a sophomore. He just didn't play much last year, right? No, he no, he did though. That's the thing. Uh, I don't know much about him at all. I don't see. Him last so year I, I I remember him like I remember like wanting to watch Keenan Evans, and then I was like, hmm, this dude's kind of good, and he kind of like made that jump this year where like they're like he could be that dude, and like now he's doing it. Like he's so like he did that the boy. Levert. Yeah, low key, he's like that's what it is basically. Yeah, that's I call that anytime a dude comes from like ten minutes a game or like yeah. just bit player. Yeah, big Levert. big twelve, big twelve Levert. Big 12 Levert. Um, I love – God, this is a great pod. Cart's like showing love all over the place to Michigan right now. I just love it. I'm throwing shit out. And you're like, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not used to that. Um, all right. Don't get, don't get used to that shit. <laughs> the Andre Drummond Instagram update of the week. Hey, Dan. Hi, Andre. I don't really like you that much. It's okay. I don't like you neither. Anyways, uh, I have a joke for you. Okay. What kind of woman was a needy shark looking for? I don't know. A cuttlefish. Bro, fuck Andre Drummond. My Instagram update of the week goes to him on game days. An NBA center with max contract money, and he has some dude photoshopping his photos. And then this caption is, how many rebounds do you think I'm going to get tonight? (laughs) Bro, what are you, fucking 12? Should we do a quick Pistons check-in? We suck. 
we are in shambles. So what what are you hoping for as a Pistons fan? What can we do at this point? We have the reigning Eastern Conference Coach of the Year. We have an all-star lock in Blake Griffin who's playing the best basketball of his career, and we're still four games under five hundred. Oh, also, to go back to your last bet, you said that Blake Griffin put the mortgage on the under that he'll play 65 games. I stick with that, Carter. I stick okay. with that. Okay, he's at like 30 right now, 30, he's 40. He's missed two, I think, this year. Yeah, he has to rest, but anyways. He's missed um, two. You know my, the injury's yes, coming at some point, yes. right? My be, my, in my ideal world, um, someone – I we really have no chance because no one is willing to blow this team – Blow this team up, which we should. We have some of the worst contracts in basketball. Um, I I want Reggie Jackson to retire. Um, I'm I'm just not excited. We there's nothing exciting to watch about our team except Blake Griffin. Do you see Donovan Mitchell give us a fat L, like yep. twenty points in the fourth? Yep. And then tell Andre Drummond this is your fault. Yep, basically, and it was, and he was right, and. I think our only hope right now is that Dan Gilbert, uh, like he's been buying the rest of the city of Detroit, says, I'm going to buy the Pistons too. So Tom Gore's drunk ass, rich ass, can just get off this. Literally all this dude does is get drunk and sit courtside. I thought you loved that though. I did till it started affecting that. Like I got to watch that shit. Like I'm doing that. Not you. You got to (laughs) like, like. I'm a fan. I'm doing that. I'm not the owner of the team. That's what I'm saying. Like when you're like. I feel like he just like is like hung over and then like doesn't do anything. Like they're like asking him like, "Hey, like what do you think we should do?" He's like, "You know, I just can't do this right now. Like I'm like hung over." This like, is all just a game to Tom Gores, right? This, yeah, this. like he doesn't have to deal with like people like like I say that I'm a Pistons fan and like I feel like people just like look down on me and I don't blame them. Right. Like we're just a shitty franchise. And that's the most promising franchise in Detroit sports right now. How sad is that? That's very that's the that's unreal sad. But that's why we're spending an entire hour podcasting about Michigan and Michigan State basketball. Because yes, that's where the happiness lies right now. Um, yeah. all right. The black and white betting lockety lock of the week. Big bucks, no whammy, stop! Stop it out. Uh well, there are some terrible games tomorrow, but if you really wanna, you know, Get nasty with it. Southern's playing Appalachian State. Keep a look on that one. But my lock is going to be on Tuesday. Um, the spread hasn't been released yet. I'm actually going to tweet from our account when the spread gets released, just so y'all know. You know, little little action with cart. But NC State is playing North Carolina, uh, 15 versus 18. Um, NC State's going to be at home, so that's going to be a close spread. Take your mortgage out, whatever it is. Put it on. Put it on North Carolina, and and please, I really hope that North Carolina somehow is underdogs in that game. Huh? Big money line talk. Huh. Easy money right there. That's my. You think Carolina would be underdogs at NC State though? Mm, it's only. Re- I mean, it's at NC State. It's eighteen versus fifteen. Maybe who knows? Are you saying home court matters? Because there was a group text not so long ago that was trying to tell me that home court doesn't matter. Who said that? Did I say it? Somebody in the group text did. Oh, I don't know. That's not, this. Is, we're talking about betting right now. We're not talking about group chats. Okay. All right. All right. My lockety lock of the week. This is not a lock. I don't have a lock. I didn't like any of the spreads for tomorrow, and I didn't yeah. look beyond that. So You've I'm also, going with the futures. And I don't mean to like shit on you right now, but your locks 
the last couple of yeah. days have been tough. I know you had to bail me out. I appreciate you bailing me out. Uh, we we did we did straight today, two for three. I I'm up. I'm up today. Oh, for real? All right, yeah, I'm up. I'm, I'm about doubled today. Uh, hey, day day by day to see a better day. Just 2019, get better every day. Um, mine is a future, and it's off the theme of this entire pod. But right now, damn near, go ahead and pick whatever team you like in the country to win the national championship. That's not Duke, and you get great odds right now. So I'm gonna throw out my Michigan Wolverines. Who I'm gonna go ahead and say it. I haven't said it yet. I think they're the best team in the country, Carter. I do. And they are at plus 900 to win the national title right now. Mm. So, what, $100 bet gets you not $900? $900, sorry. So, go ahead, spread spread out $100 on eight teams you like, and you'll get that odds or better. And you come out a winner. Mm. So, take how about we take Tennessee, Michigan, Michigan State. You want to throw Gonzaga? No, we didn't say Gonzaga. Who was the fourth that we liked? North Carolina? North Carolina. There's one other that we're missing right now. North Carolina, Tennessee, Michigan, Michigan State, Virginia. Virginia. Throw $100 on those five. One of them wins the national title. You win. Double your money. Take it. True. Black and white betting. Yep. Love it. Hey, uh, sorry. I just thought about this. Um, My you fucking need me of the week goes to DeMar DeRozan. (laughs) Hey, Kawhi, hold that triple-double, bitch. Hold that 30-point dub, bitch, at the crib. You already know what the fuck going on. Sorry. No, that was appropriate. I'm glad you thought of that. Yep. And everybody, that and, everybody, and, everybody and everybody in that Facebook group, uh, what's that, little Freeman and little fucking whatever their names is, <laughs> fuck y'all, all y'all. I'm about to post this in the group. All nice shout-outs. Nice yeah. shout-outs. Got to. All right. Well, on that note, Anywhere else you want to go with this? No. Appreciate you. Appreciate you uh, actually getting a pod, G. It was a good one. Oh, like this has all been on me, huh? No. No. It's been, it's, you know, we're, we're, we're busy people. You know, we have people to provide for, families, girlfriends, all that. So, you know. Fiancés. Fiancés. Yes. You're right. So get your facts right. Um, all right. Well, this is great. I look forward to talking to you. 16 months from now after Michigan wins a national title and a year after that, we'll probably reconvene and discuss it. All right. Sounds good to me. All right. Thanks. All right, y'all. Hey, <laughs> don't, hey, don't forget to follow your boy though, as always. And you know, we got to, unfortunately I can't get any tweets out of you from that account, but also follow us at sleepers media on Twitter. Um, Pause. Sorry. I got to shout out my favorite fan of the sleepers and my favorite listener, a uh, longtime fan and friend of mine, Dan Dockich. Dan, <laughs> thank you for the follow on Twitter this week. Um, you know, I appreciate you. I see the work you've been putting in. I, you know, I think we're, we're one in the same at this point. Um, and so, you know, I hope you hear this. I'm sure, I'm sure you will. I know you're listening and I see you, Dan. That's the episode with black and white betting because Dan Dockage has me blocked on Twitter. It's the two sides of the coin. That's why pick and roll. Cart G. You heard. The sleepers. I gotta breathe real deep when I catch an attitude. I got a whole other level that I can tap into. Max said they only bless when they attach to you. The only damn beats is whatever beats I've been rapping to. And the product is still the best though
It's only good in my city because I said so. Just a 50th state, man. I had to cop a feel like presto. Voila, ta-da.